Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Wonder Woman gets a new trailer, Batman gets a rewrite, and Superman gets a director? Today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Yes, that's it. That's all you need to know. The four heroes. You see three. Where's the fourth one? It's Inviso Girl. In Stockholm somewhere. No, not in Stockholm. Sacramento. Johnny Laquasto's in Sacramento. There are similar letters involved in Sacramento and Stockholm. They're so far different. So close. Same area. No, 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 no. On the globe. Yeah. We just found 300 other planets. So anything that's on this planet is really close. Wow. 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 Um. Hello, everyone. Welcome to DC Movie News. This is one of those weeks where there is a crap ton of actual DC movie news. And I gotta say, uh, right out the bat, most of it, I think, positive. This is not... This is not going to be one of those shit shows, uh, The Sky is Falling, DC Movie News episodes. Roxy, do you know how to turn my thing yeah, down? I got I'm so you. loud you to myself going. right now. You run the shit. Um, okay, so uh, we've got a really, really exciting uh, week. Let's let's meet the panel. Uh, uh, you know her from being on DC Movie News and doing all other kind of thing. <laughs> Elena Jordan, Wonder Woman, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, so, uh, good week for DC Movie News for you? Super good week. I am so excited about everything this week. And while everything. I'm while I'm really sorry that Mikey Christmas and Johnny Laquasto are not here this week cuz I know they both want to uh, chime in on these details. How We're could so you happy not? to have you. I know. Did I help by the way? What's that? Did it help? It helped. Now it's like almost too low. Maybe we can split the baby right, a little bit. <laughs> uh, but but first, Goldilocks let's meet the one who is uh, also working as my audio engineer at this moment. She's the crown jewel of the DC movie news world. She is the inimitable Roxy Stryer. Yeah, I can't believe that. We just go back and forth on this show. Some weeks it's like, all right, we're just talking about our opinions and it's all the rumor mill. And some weeks they hit us with a crap ton of news. This is one of those weeks. Yeah. It's an awesome week. I'm sure Mikey is crying somewhere right now that he can't be a part of this show. Same with Johnny. Well, I know Mikey, Mikey Christmas was very outspoken on Twitter, as he is wont to do. I heard as news was falling down, Mikey, like, Mikey loves to draw the line in the sand. He is the ultimate like sports fan if like DC movies was an NFL team Mikey Christmas is there every day in 30 below zero temperatures with his chest painted green with the ring of Oa and a bat symbol across his face he's that diehard fan um, which I respect Uh, I tend to you know some things I, I, I crap on with the rest of them and I'm, I'm optimistic, but uh, this is a very interesting week. Is yeah. he the biggest Green Lantern fan? I, I mean, I know he is a big Green Lantern oh. fan. I just say because, you know, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm picturing him in his cowl for warmth. And, you know, he's there and it's blizzarding on him and he made it so that it's got heaters in the hands. I mean, if you go online, if you go on Instagram, you could see Mikey Christmas's, uh, at Mike Kalinowski, is that where you find yeah, him online? Yeah. You could see his fully rendered Batman suit that's, like, almost done. It's kind of it's amazing. amazing. It's pretty badass. Um, yeah, he's spectacular. It's insane. And, and LaQuasto, who we mentioned, is in Sacramento, not Stockholm, probably doing some comedy stuff. Maybe it's confusing for We're some assuming. people. Uh, He's on a boat a lot of the times, too. Is this one of those boat companies? He's on a boat! Uh, uh-huh. I don't think this is yeah. one of those times. Oh, Sacramento, uh-huh. I don't know if he's known for their boat culture. He's either always giving Stockholm? blood or on a boat yeah, doing comedy. Is. Yeah, Stockholm, definitely. Yeah. Some sort of giving blood, doing something good for people, helping the troops, or comedy. That's where he is always. You know, yeah. what Just a no good... joy to people he, in every facet. He's yes. such a do-gooder. Last night where we were scrambling on our text to see who's on the show today, Johnny is like, you know, going to Sacramento. In my mind, if, like, if I'm not on the show, it's like, 
good luck, y'all. Make your show. He's like, hey, guys, uh, I can still get pictures for y'all. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll forward the uh, rundown for everyone. Like, he's still, he's such the team player. That's yes. Johnny Quasto. Yes. Find him at Jay Quasto. Is that his thing? Very true. Okay, guys, let's start off just relax and watch the awesome Wonder Woman trailer. Yes. Wonder of the three called The Origins uh, of something. How many times have you guys watched this so far? So I, many times. I'd like less than half a dozen, believe it or not. Wow. Really? Yeah. So I, we get to be in part of your it. half this a is, dozen viewing experience. This is still kind of early for me. It's really exciting. I like this trailer because it is, uh, it's very specific. It's called The Origins and it focuses on Diana and who she is mm-hmm. and who she might be. Here so we're we gonna go. we're gonna watch that as Here it starts to play, happening go. very shortly. One more time, from now. everybody feeling. There we go. Yeah. The gods gave us many gifts. Already acknowledgments of gods. All. This is where we keep them. How cute is she? How freaking adorable. adorable! Only the fiercest among us even could. And that is not you, Diana. That is not you, Diana. Oh, it's not you? Yeah, look at her That eyes. is not you, Diana. It's not you. Hey, She's like, I've... Like, Bitch, you, you hear me? You hear me? You can't the use it. Before her. Five times harder. Ten times harder. Five times. Yeah. Oh. now. You expect the battle to be fair. Until she is... Everybody doing their best Gal Gadot yeah. accent. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're like, don't worry, Gal, we'll come to you. I feel yes. like I have it nailed a little bit, no? never know the truth. Yeah. Gal's voice becomes I'll, Amazonian. I'll never say Gal without the T now because I heard her say it. I'm Gal Gadot, and I'm like, finally. That, I, that's what I've been saying this whole time. But it's weird because Patty Jenkins, we heard, like, oh, Gal Gadot. Yeah, like, I Gadot. right next to her. I've been saying Gadot. It is our sacred duty to defend the world. Some of these de- set designs are like wild looking. You are in more it, danger than you think. Definitely has an epic feel because yes. of the openness so of no the mascara. And just showing like that this is a coming of age story too. Right. I feel like they're they're steering away from us thinking that it's a total crazy superhero movie. This is right. they're saying for people, like this is about a girl who was told she wasn't good enough to do something. And then, and then she and then she did. everyone wrong. That's a great the point, Roxy. She, doesn't know she has to have a struggle too. Yes, There's no right. struggle for the hero. What's the point? She has no idea that she almost like this Harry Potter esque. Like you have this fate oh, thrust upon you that you don't even know Warner how Brothers. big it is. Yeah, yeah. and it's and, almost shot kind of yeah. similarly. I love this music though. I do. I know that. And then at the end when we finally get that our music, yes, this is great. The sound design on the trailer is perfect. It's a little dark at times. I love it. I'm, t- I'm talking about the actual coloring. Yeah, yeah. Like I love mood. that. Yeah, me too. Because she, when she, with her gold and her yeah, red, she yeah. shines. It just pops. It really shows, like, cinemat- cinematically. Oh, I love this. That's not going to work. Please put the sword down. <laughs> yes. At all. They like and those I buttons. I love like it. Yeah. Buttons. You like, always yeah, gotta have that the button dark, in there. Gradiated look at show and having her pop. It really is a literal representation of she is the light in this darkness. She's yes. coming in in this dark, dark point in our world. I agree. I agree. And I don't let it be lost on you people that they decided to end this on a positive note with that little joke. Yeah. For all of you who have said that Marvel has rights to any sort of humor and DC buttons. has said that they don't want buttons or humor. This is DC saying, here's our button and it's funny. Yes, it's good. Uh, it was great to, to hear Patty Jenkins had been quoted about saying, you know, what what her inspiration was like the Richard Donner Superman. And you can really see that particularly yeah. in, that, in that bracelet yes. bullet blocking thing. But I think that's such a great template. I mean, that is one of the all-time classics. It holds up to this day. So that's and great just to seeing see. the role reversal of it, too, and seeing it done so flawlessly. Yeah. It's just like, okay, see, this is going to have, like, our feminism, but it's not going to be, you know, too... In your face. Yeah. yeah. So I, I in general, well have done. seen very positive reactions via oh, social absolutely. media yeah. for this trailer. Uh, I haven't really talked to anybody who's been like, no, that sucked. But looking at the chat right now, uh, there do seem to be some mixed reviews, like Music Fan 1112. The trailer looks good, but Gal Gadot can't act. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but we. I, I definitely, actually, I'm sorry. I know I don't agree with that. <laughs> but interesting that maybe some people aren't liking her performance. Here's the like thing. The Mus- music fan triple one to the two. I understand your trepidation. I'm not going to begrudge anybody. 
I'm not going to say the woman has proved herself to be some amazing actress yet. Even what she did in BVS, it just wasn't enough. At the end of this movie, we're going to know if she can carry a film or There'll not. There'll be no more point, questions. She hasn't been given enough meat, I think, in a script to really, really dive in and show how... Absolutely. Yeah, but I, you I could think also she's going to show off. She didn't... She doesn't have a ton of dialogue in any of these trailers, you know? I that's mean, so, true. so that's why some people think, oh, but maybe they're shielding it. This is it. a coming of age story and we're shielding it. Um, she is like the silent but deadly type. She's not somebody who's just out there running her mouth, right. super quirky. Well, we like, also see not the flash. her different ages. We see different actresses portraying her at this point, too. Like, this isn't a very, this isn't a gal heavy. Yeah. This is a Wonder Woman heavy. This is about her story, not necessarily her as an actress. And I think she got so much pushback, people saying just her physicality. She doesn't look strong enough. She's too frail. I feel like that's tapered a bit, though. I mean, I feel like most people have to concede that she looks the part at this point. But I mean, but that's what I'm saying is that she's like, look, I've already proved you wrong once. Uh Just sit back, hold your horses, watch. Yeah, going more to the chat, Bryant Johnson says, just show two trailers, three gives too much away. What do you guys think about that? I, I think they did a great job at not showing anything plot related. We didn't. We still haven't seen Ares. I know if Mike Kalinowski was here, one thing he would say, because he was very uh, vocal about this, is say, they didn't show any main villain, they didn't show any... Mm-hmm. No, I think this was a great trailer, number three. It totally focused on her origin. Yeah. It didn't try to show too much. I disagree with you, sir. Let's think about what the job of this trailer was. Two get people excited about Wonder Woman, yes. which I think this did. I think it accomplished exactly what it set out yes. to accomplish. And it's saying, look, we've had I mean, I think notoriously people have said that DC has kind of lagged a little bit on story and this is saying, we have a solid story. This is the story. There is a woman who all of her life was told she couldn't do something. Now she's doing something yep. so big. It's off world and it directly relates to us. This is such a big story. It does have three trailers and they're all distinct and it still hasn't shown us major questions that we're excited to see revealed in the movie. And you could argue in Patty Jenkins, you have a director that's incredibly experienced with dealing with character, with dealing with strong woman stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something we haven't seen yet. Yeah. You know, we've seen the visual acrobatics of Zack Snyder. We've seen the hard-nosed rough and tumble of David Ayer. And this is Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Um, so there's, I just think there's a lot of question here. Based on the trailers, I'm very excited. But I, I would not begrudge anybody that has a little bit of, um, you know, caution, you know, based on what you've seen before. Like, we've seen great trailers and movies that haven't been amazing. So I hope if this movie delivers on the trailer... okay. Is the purpose is to stir up excitement and get people talking, and, we, and that's what it's doing. Yes, and we have been good at trailers, and I understand what you're saying, Adam, about you wouldn't begrudge anybody who was a little skeptical here. Yes. But, okay, Benjamin Workman in the chat says, if Wonder Woman sucks, I'm done. And I've heard a lot of that, and I think that it's almost an unfair pressure to put on this film, because keep in mind, number one, all the changes that DC made with Jeff Johns and all the yeah. things happening didn't happen before we had figured out what was going on with Wonder Woman. Number two, it's one movie. Obviously, there are going to be people that don't like it. There's never been a movie in all of time that every single person loved. So if the movie isn't necessarily for you, if the story doesn't reach out to you, if you don't relate to it, then maybe you won't like it, even if it is a really strong movie. So I am worried with all the pressure that Wonder Woman is receiving because our expectations going in are so high that I feel like even if it falls a little short, people are going to be like, oh, DC, I'm done. I'm yeah. done again. Well, listen, the, the positive side to the to the critical lambasting that DC has received up till now is that Wonder Woman has to try pretty hard not to do better than the last two efforts, critically. That's true. really does. That's really true. does. Mm-hmm. I really think it's going to be hard for it to do worse. Um, and I don't. But I do hear what you're saying. A lot of the new regime, a lot of the news that we have to talk about that we're going to be moving on to does revolve around the changes that we've seen over the past six months. A lot of it, you know, has to do with Toby Emmerich who came in and replaced Greg Silverman. Like, you have to think that once that started, after a couple of weeks, we started to hear about these new directors. And I think we're shaping up in a new direction. Um, you know, now, now let's talk about something else a little bit somber. Uh, Mr. Ben Affleck. Uh, who has received uh, a drubbing on this show, on many shows. He's been... um, Look, a lot of people have said they love Ben Affleck's Batman. Okay, that's something that's been pretty consistent. Yes. But the public face of Affleck regarding uh, directing the Batman movie, everything else has been weird. The guys look weird. He's been through emotional stuff. Now we find out 
He's been through some serious personal drama. The guy just did a stint at rehab, got ahead of it, announced it to the world. Uh, we as fans are in that sort of awkward position where we're like, yeah, you feel bad, you're proud of this guy, and then you wonder like, oh, how does this kind of relate to the DC stuff in what way, in any way? So, ladies, right. what, what do you feel about all this? You have to be able to compartmentalize a little bit here because like you were just saying, Adam, there's two parts of this. Number one, as a human being that I have followed since his very first project, as an actor that I really appreciate, as a filmmaker that I have cared so much about, uh, I really, really feel for him. And if he's going through something, if he's dealing with this, uh, the fact that he is and that he's talking to us about it and we've seen all of the sadness in his eyes and his last movie not doing well and he's had such a tumultuous career, you feel for him completely. And then the other light goes off, like you're saying, the second part, which is, hmm, what, yeah. do, what does this mean for DC? So taking out the human person in me who feels for this guy and moving on to the artist in me that's like, okay, but for DC, what does that mean? Is this part of the reason why he was unable to direct the movie at the same time? Or and appear enthusiastic or, about it? Or, or appear enthusiastic? Yeah. Is this why some of the interviews kind of went back and forth? Yes, I'm doing it. No, I'm not. Is this what? And you start putting the pieces together and you put your detective hat on. So I feel for him, absolutely. I'm glad that he's getting the help that he needs, and I hope he continues to do that. And I would like for people to try to be as nice to him as they can yeah. because there's been some meanness. But also, I am curious. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel, Elena? I'm very glad that he was able to go and get the help that he needed and that he was able to get ahead of it a bit. And I think because it's obviously now things are starting to make a little bit more sense, I'm glad he was able to recognize early on and say, I'm not going to be able to direct and act and do and write and do all of these things and get people on set and then be like, hey, by the way, whoops, this isn't going to work out and then have all of, you know, the funding and everything fall through. So, I mean, I would say now that they're going to take the time to really work on it, I think that now the timing will be a little bit better. I think the pieces will kind of fall into place a little bit better. I'm a little bit more optimistic for what's to come because he's able to recognize that he has a problem and then is able to fix it. And then hopefully DC with their film will do the same. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's 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 really interesting. And I want to say, like, I hope this is a safe place. You know, we might not always know the exact thing or be the most sensitive person. Or have I think, the right words. Or have the right words. So just like, as long as what you're saying is with good intent, I don't think there's any wrong opinion to have here because none of us walked in this guy's shoes. I can't relate to the level of stress mm-hmm. and pressure in his life. Someone else might say, well... Someone who operates on brains can't, you know, that's real pressure. The guy is under a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. There's literally billions of dollars at stake, Mm -hmm. studios that want you to do a thing, and the guy has has been on both sides of the critics, and as, as great as it must feel when you have a hit, I'm sure it sucks when the world is kicking sand in your face, you know? Um, and I know he's been through that many times. Uh, you know, I remember seeing him on the Bill Simmons show, that that HBO show, and him yeah. going on this rant about Brady and all that. Any given and, Wednesday. And, and he was so um, obviously inebriated. And I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, that guy doesn't give a fuck. You know, and now I'm thinking, like, that might have been, like, embarrassing for him. Like, that could have been one of those moments where he's looking back there in his family and he's, like, he obviously wasted going off on this rant. And, like, it's just funny because at the time I'm like, <laughs> he doesn't care. And at the time I'm like, oh, that's maybe a, a, a sad thing or maybe an embarrassing thing. Exactly. Part. And that's what I'm talking about, Adam. The second cap is like, hmm, I wonder. And you never know which of those moments he was inebriated for. We also need to remind ourselves that just because he entered into rehab and had gotten some of the help he needs, this is an ongoing struggle and disease. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's over now. It's not like, okay, that's behind us, and now we can start this next chapter. It is going to be a struggle, and, and right. it will continue that way for him. So I hope that we are able to provide support, and he keeps getting treatment, and it's mm-hmm. not like, okay, that was done, yeah. now I'm moving right. on. And uh, I love that his statement, too, is that he just wants to live life to the fullest and be the best father, and that you know he's really focusing on the things that matter, his personal life, and then his career mm-hmm. kind of secondary, even though us as fans want the best. Yeah, we want, we want, we want, we want, want and, of yeah. Affleck, but we want him 
first and foremost, to be happy. It's easy to forget that there's actual humans behind this stuff sometimes because you think, like, well, you're getting all the money in the world. You get to live the life that I can only fantasize about, so you shouldn't have to deal with human problems. How dare you? Yes. Um, we also have Batman news regarding this production, which is you know now sort of ramping up to a pre-production place with Matt Reeves. The rumor some, from someone close to the production, which... Who knows what that means? Is that the script is going to be rewritten from scratch? I want to ask uh, my lovely panel here. How do you feel about that? Does that make sense to you? Is it a bad idea? Is it a good idea? Go ahead, Elena, because I know you're you're all in. I'm excited about it. I think it's a great idea. I think if you you know if you had an idea that conceptually kind of fell apart, I think why go? Okay, well let's take all the scraps from that and see what we can. Push together. If you're going to take the time and effort to bring in Matt Reeves, that you're saying, you know, we're willing to wait for you to do another project. We want you specifically. We're willing to wait and kind of take some time so that Ben Affleck can deal with the thing that he things that he needs to work on for himself, so that we can have the best possible project. Why would you not take the time to take the script and say, let's throw out what we have, start from scratch. We can use pieces and ideas, but let's mm-hmm. make the best possible script. Because Sorry, Joe Manganiello. No yeah. guarantees for you, buddy. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, he's going to be involved in some regards, well, but even it's like... Bigger, they're saying maybe even bigger in it. Yeah. Who know, I think, who knows at so this point? So it's like, you know, it's. I, I think it's a good idea. I think go in if the biggest problem that we have had with most of the films that we've had complaints about are the story and the script. Right. Take the time and make a good script. Yeah. Start fresh. Well, Do it. I, I, I agree. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go, please. I, I agree. Here's the thing. This script has had many different thumbprints on it now. Mm-hmm. It's not just one person that's touched it. And the one thing we have ne- we've heard so many things about this script. The one thing we have never heard is that it's amazing. Nobody has ever yeah. been like, we've right. nailed this script. So sometimes when you're trying to fit a round peg into a square hole mm-hmm. and it's not working, you just need to figure out how to start Get a new over. peg. Yeah, man. get a new peg, find a new hole, <laughs> yeah. put it in it. You know, some some holes aren't meant to fit certain kinds of pegs. Um, but this is what I'm saying with this movie. Like, you know, it, we've never heard it's great. Great. Start over. I mean, my problem with BVS was I like I loved all three movies that I saw. So yeah. it's like, come <laughs> on, man! Like, what was the one movie though? Yeah, it's right. like, come on. If we've now gotten to the point that this script is same thing with Suicide Squad, it's become such a patchwork quilt, and that quilt doesn't quite go. Toss it out. I'd like to think that Matt Reeves is the kind of director who, when he got this job, it's because he has a take on what to do with the Batman movie. And if you have a director as accomplished as he is, who's made a lot of money for 20th Century Fox, I think he did a great job with the J.J. Abrams Cloverfield project. I enjoyed that movie for what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you let this guy make his movie. And again, to go back to the uh, Tobri Emmerich thing, I think they're trying to bring in the directors who have a good take and not trying to make uh, an unfortunate patchwork. So I think it's a good idea. And I, don't, and I think... As long as there's a take, then it's a little bit easier to come up with a script. It's not, even though they're starting with page one rewrite, I would assume that they sort of know what shape. They have a concept. Right. And they know what didn't work. Yeah. Right. Now, now I'll ask you this. And this may, I apologize if this comes off as crass. Odds that Ben Affleck is the star of the Batman movie that has now been pushed back, presumably, till we'll see it sometime in 2019. Given all this other than, what do you think the odds are that Ben Affleck is in that movie? If Warner Brothers doesn't offer it to him on the table out loud, if they don't say, we want you here, and he doesn't do it, it's going to be a publicity shitstorm for them. Because this is a disease that he's now come out and said he had. Okay, you have a good point there, though. Now, this is, again, I apologize if this seems crass. If Ben Affleck does want out of those films, again, this is a big if, guys. If he wants out of the films, and he is under contract to do the film, and he comes out with this publicly, you're right. Warner Brothers does seem like asshole number one for making the guy do a movie he doesn't want to go. So in a way, he's positioned himself that if he does want to step away, you kind of have to let the guy step away. Absolutely. I don't think that that's what's happening, but I completely agree with you. And Adam, this is DC Movie News. Like We have to talk about all the different angles, which is why you're saying that. You're you're not saying that that's what's happening. You're theorizing that if it is... 
that that's one theory that there could be. But the thing is, if he wanted to step away, we would want that too. You don't want to force somebody into a huge role. You want them to be super enthusiastic. And I think now that he's kind of taken those other aspects away, I think he is enthusiastic about being Batman. I I hope so. And I think Warner Brothers is definitely going to be like, look, we've invested this much time and energy and effort. We have all been saying, Ben Affleck, Batman, Ben Affleck, Batman. We all want to see it. If they say, well, psych... If, That's I'm with Roxy. That's it's a shitstorm. Don't do it. Yeah. If it is not Ben Affleck, I would like the whole movie to be dropped. Period. Yeah. Really? Yes. Well, I don't think there's any world that that's going to happen in because that's definitely not going to happen. That's the go- Batman is the golden goose. Now, the big sort of elephant in the room is the Justice League movie, which you know, granted, we're focusing on Wonder Woman. Um, is the reaction to Justice League. This is another Zack Snyder film. Even though it it looks like there's more humorous, it still is a movie that was in production, like, right on the heels of Batman v Superman. The reaction of that, you gotta think, at some point, they know what the reaction to Justice League is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, if Ben Affleck wasn't gonna be involved in the Batman solo movie, you really couldn't publicly announce that until after the Justice League movie, because that would create... An absolute nightmare yes. for PR. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, what does it mean about this film and all this? Yes, I mean, you're, if if he's not involved in the film, which I 100 percent think he is involved in the film, mm-hmm. but if he is not involved in the film, then you are correct, Adam. That could not be an announcement until post Justice League. It's an interesting situation. I really hope my hope of hopes as a fan is that let the guy chill out a hot second, put your directing projects on the side, be with your family. Start training for Batman. You know what I mean? And just let everybody come up with a script and just just use Affleck as a great Batman, as a great actor. Yeah, and, and to Ben, just show up and do your job yeah. in terms of performing and then go home and be with your family. Yeah, okay? we like you. We know yeah. you love dressing up like Batman for your kids. Yes. Who wouldn't love yeah. to do that? Um, okay, so a lot of interesting stuff. Now let's get to some other exciting director rumors. Um... So Matthew Vaughn uh, of Kick-Ass, of X-Men First Class, of Kingsman, of Kingsman 2. The guy is on a hot streak. The guy pretty much only does genre films. And now... And really good ones. Now rumors about Man of Steel 2 with Matthew Vaughn. What do you think? I didn't like Man of Steel 1. I never wanted to see a Man of Steel 2. I've been out there saying that I... The the freaking dog, man. It ruined the whole movie for me. But it, that is a terrible part. Yes, it's, it's a Martha moment. It's a Martha moment. It is the Martha moment of the film. However, I really like him as a director, yeah. and I like the idea of having him on for Superman for Man of Steel too. I think I'm in on this. A shock to hear myself say that. I'm hundred percent with you. When after Man of Steel, I was like, never again. And there were even just the talks of Man of Steel too. Until you as well, so you were not as fa- big fan of Man of Steel. No, so look no this. which this is, is funny too because he had originally, you know, pitched in 2010 was like, I want to do Superman, and they were like, we're going to go with this other. And so now I'm really excited to see what he does with it, especially since he wants to do like kind of a more lighthearted take of it and kind of add in some fun. And I loved Kickass so much. I'm like, let's do. Yeah. Kick-ass Superman. Much like, like Matthew Reeves, I feel like this is Matthew Vaughn's project. He's got all the power here. If he uh, wants to do it, he wants to do it. And he does not have to get himself involved in something that he doesn't want to go. But I feel like Toby Emmerich might be the, the sort of like Bob Iger of the Disney Lucasfilm thing and that whole thing. Like I feel like this guy... He has something to do with all of this. I think mm-hmm. that he's the guy that's making these moves right now. And it just goes to show like these properties, Warner Brothers... These comic book characters are too big to fail in that if Warner Brothers doesn't get it right, they're going to try again. They're not selling these properties off. They're not going anywhere. But who no. will go where are the CEOs, the the people on the boards, those positions. They'll be out of there. They'll have their $40 million golden parachutes. And it'll be like, see ya. Let's bring in the next very high-powered, high-paid CEO to run mm-hmm. the studio. Very true. Very, very true. Um, if, Which is if, awesome now that we're getting to see, you know that shift in power where previously it kind of was like CEOs are in charge and now it's like, hey, we're going to go with what the fans want because ultimately that's where the money comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, so so Toby Emmerich was in charge of New Line, which was mm-hmm. like the smaller studio Cinema. at Warner yeah, Brothers, and now he got like the, the bump up and I believe he's in charge of like all of Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, not just the DC stuff. I mean, I think he's the real power guy here, not yeah. Jeff Johns. 
as much influence as Jeff Johns might have, we know he doesn't have the, the green lighting powers. But when it comes to DC, Jeff Johns' voice is what matters to us. Yeah, and it sounds like mm. there's rumors that Jeff Johns is in on the story for what this Man of Steel 2 could be. There's rumors that it could be a Brainiac story, which sounds very exciting. Character that's never been realized on film before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, what do you guys think? Chat roll, are you guys excited for this? And then also, if it's not Matthew Vaughn, are you still excited that Toby Emmerich is going for that kind of director? That even if it's not Matthew Vaughn, you'll get someone like that. Similar tone. Um, do either of you have the quote of Matthew Vaughn, was which what his uh, take was? So apparently, yes, Matthew I... Vaughn and Mark Miller pitched uh, a Superman story before Zach was hired to do Man of Steel. Elena, you have uh, that that quote or that? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one thing not to do with Superman. Trying to do the serious, the Dark Knight version. Superman is about color and fun, or it should be for me. I mean, look, they're all different takes. Zach had his take. Um, here's the, the the potential issue is that Warner Brothers were so jazzed about what Nolan did at a certain point that Nolan had a story, um, Nolan was responsible for the story for Man of Steel, but Zack Snyder was taken, so you had sort of like a carbon copy of a carbon copy of Nolan's vision that, that Warner Brothers really wanted to go with, and they're like, apply that uh, you know, concept to everything. And Grimdark doesn't work everywhere. It might not work for Superman for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Well, because you look at the comics, and the comics are vastly different. You look at even how they're illustrated, and you look at Batman, and that is totally, that works, dark, gritty. Then you look at Superman, and it is. It's light. It's bright colors. It's fun. And there are dark elements of it. But at the same time, I think the idea that the two can't exist in the same universe is just nonsense, because you think of just a human and you have light parts in your life. You have dark parts in your life. You yeah. have, you know, the dark. You're fighting with someone that you're close with. It is a deep, dark, you know, type issue. Why not have a light-hearted Superman that we get to see too when he's out there by himself, kicking ass, mm-hmm. being Superman, well, being awesome? Why not? While I agree, unfortunately, I think it's kind of a strange order of events because spoiler alert. Superman was a little darker and grittier than it maybe should have been. And then Superman died. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the darkest thing you could do. And so if he comes back lighter, that would be such a strange... Strange move. Um, so it, it depends not on the necessarily. Timing. I mean, there's potentially no. the opportunity to you know. It's people are saying like, oh, yeah, is it a I'm reboot? Is it re-? dead? It's just like, not hey, all the way dead. I was dead. Now I'm back. I have kind of a new lease on life. That's true. That's true. Ooh, I don't think you want to reboot. I think you want to just massage tonally. And listen, let me ask you this: historically, Batman and Superman have always been in comics together. They've been in world fi- world's finest since the 40s and 50s. It's their contrast that makes it interesting. Right. When Batman v Superman, when they're both scowling so much, I found it to be uh, a bummer after a while. Too much it's scowling. Just so much scowling that I think, I think even in the Justice League animated series, don't you love that when like Superman's like, "Hey, yeah, I want to do this," like you know, and Batman's like, "Oh well, you know, I'm not much of a joiner, but yeah, I'm here." Like you want that back and forth. You want the differentiating character. It was just a great Justice League action episode with Wonder Woman and Superman trying to have a date, and then Lex Luthor gets some. I like she wants a kiss. He's got garlic breath at the end. I freaking love. Just like it. me. Right yeah, now. it happens. Nice. It's okay though. I would. I would definitely kiss Diana if she had garlic breath. No problem. Yeah. Um, so very interesting. Uh, and then just to just to, to put a to put a fine point on this, do you think a Man of Steel two? When they say reboot, reimagining, how do you think one should approach that? Because you do have to sort of, as someone in the chat role said, pay respect to what Zach has you know, brought further. How do you morph that vision without scrapping it and starting over? Because I think everyone wants Cavill. With caution? With caution. Yeah. yeah, that's the button I would put on that. No joke. I mean, you, you like we just talked about, the new lease on life, I think that would be a good way to go yeah. with it. Yeah, and I, I don't know Almost how you do with... Uh, back. What's that? Yeah, if you almost die, then you come back, you have a greater appreciation for, yeah. I really thought I was dead, but now I'm not. Let's kick Woo-hoo! some ass. What do you do with Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, who knows everybody's secret identity? That, to me, is a big yeah. problem. You kill him. Kill him? Yep. Now, kill I think you <laughs> incapacitate wipe? him in some way. You 
Well, fine. I on Supergirl, he's been he's been in like, and he's not in Iron Heights, but he's in some prison somewhere. Yeah, in some pipeline. Well, he's probably going to have something to do in Justice League. Um, we'll see. We'll see. A lot of people think Snyder won't be coming back after Justice League. He's done. Um, what if it does really well? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, money yeah. money does solve okay. all problems. Uh, it could I, be Hannibal-esque, potentially, too, and just kind of assist with other... Right, you know? from the prison, yeah. 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 Without him being too, you know, all-powerful, omnipotent. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are saying, oh, Superman doesn't need to be cheesy, smiling all the time. No. Listen, not cheesy, but yeah. just not so dark and gritty that Superman is like, I almost died and I wish I would have. It's like, just, no emo Superman. doesn't need to be so heavy all the time. That's all they're saying. Like, you know, Superman is the ubermensch. He's the, the highest pinnacle of what any of us could ever imagine to do. And I think you want to take joy in yeah. those powers. And in Man of Steel, you have that great scene at the beginning when he's figuring his stuff out. And then then, then the world is on his shoulders pretty Dog, quickly. Man. Not a lot of time to enjoy. We want Twitter Superman, not MySpace Superman. Okay, yeah. all right. I like that. <laughs> I like that. All right, so let's uh, let's move on now. Um, we have news that Aquaman 2, I mean, excuse me, Aquaman moves to the Avatar 2 date in December of 2018. How ironic, because the rumors are that Avatar sequels will have a lot of underwater stuff going on, and I'm actually curious to see who does underwater worlds better. I think Aquaman. Well, Aquaman is going to be doing it first. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because, so I have to assume what happens is Avatar... Moves its schedule again. So once Avatar, I think, starts, it's going to be like one every year, I think, is their plan, because they're doing like 50 at once, I believe. Yeah. Um, so so now Aquaman, moving back, and I wonder, what, what does this imply? Is this just James Wan needing more time, or yes. is this the whole thing? Because it seems like 2018 is going to be no DC movies, barely Aquaman, barely, by a week. Yes. I think, stop right there. That's what exactly implies. We needed a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. We just needed a little bit more time. It does not mean that this movie is going to be a disaster. No. We have, we have heard nothing. James Wan has never wavered. We've never heard, okay, it's not going to be him. He doesn't want to do this. It's not going to be Momoa. Like, this movie has been so yeah. steady. Of all the DC movies, this one has been the steadiest. It just needed a couple more months. Let's give it to them. Everyone's excited, too. I mean, people have been posting. Everybody from the cast and crew have been posting their social media, getting all amped about it. So if let's anybody do a, was nervous or embarrassed, they wouldn't be doing that. No, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think they're definitely full steam. I don't think this bodes any bad news for no. Aquaman. But now let's just do a quick assessment of who we know is directing DC movies in the future. You have James Wan yes. doing Aquaman. You have Chris McKay uh, probably doing a Nightwing film. Mm-hmm. You got Matt Reeves doing the Batman. You maybe have Matthew Vaughn doing a, a Man of Steel two or someone like that. And then you have David Ayer doing Gotham uh, City Sirens. The Sirens. So and Snyder. What's that? And Snyder doing JL. Well, I actually meant like post JL with this like the after at the end of 2018, moving forward from there. Okay. Um, so it's pretty damn interesting. I mean. What do you guys think in the chat role? Are you going to be upset if there's if that's the only um, DC film coming out in 2018? Like December is a better month for movies than October is anyway. So if if they're not going to have Avatar there, then it's smart for Aquaman to take that spot. What about the fact that I, now, you guys, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I'm not a super Star Wars expert, but I believe that yes. the Han Solo film is happening in May of 2018, which means yes, that there's no it is Star a birthday Wars present for me, right? So, which sounds like it's going to be awesome, by the way. cannot wait. But that means no Star Wars in December. So that means, and that means no Avatar in December. And Marvel doesn't really open in December. They're like November. So this is probably really smart on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. Because now DC is like banking for that sweet Star Wars-y, potential Avatar-y kind of money. Uh, it, I mean, because it just opened up the whole field. So I wonder if it was just a decision based on, like, I think it will be a bigger hit in December around the holiday time. I mean, notoriously, there are the holiday blockbusters and then the summer blockbusters. So it would make sense if they're really pushing for blockbuster release to have it be around Here, the holiday time. Here's what Movie Insider right now lists for December 2018. Oh, good. December 14th, Mortal Engines. 
December. Oh, wait, is that a continuing trilogy in the? And that's in the Mortal, Mortal Instruments, Mortal somethings. Uh, it's a sci-fi, so. But I think it's part of a franchise. But okay. anyway, yeah. And on December twenty-first, animated Spider-Man. On December twenty-fifth, Mary Poppins returns, and untitled WB event film Xmas twenty-eighteen. That's which is now Aquaman. Yeah. So it seems like Aquaman is going to own December right so now. So it's going yeah. to be the same release date as Mary Poppins, is what it sounds like. Mary I thought Poppins Mary Poppins is the 25th. The, the yeah. same as this is what it's saying here, is the untitled. Both on Christmas. Okay, well what I heard heard today was that they were moving it to the Aquaman date, which I believe... Oh, to the Avatar date was the, the Avatar 21st. Date. Right. Week before Mary Poppins. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So okay. we'll see. Which is good. Which is good. I mean, it's actually even smarter. It's a great time for Mary Poppins to open, too, yeah. but I mean... So I wonder if they just made the move just because this December became so available. I yeah, want- maybe it wasn't even James Wan needed more time. Maybe he said, I'm happy to take the more time. And yeah, put me in December. It's interesting. Chat yeah. what do you guys think about this? Um, I mean, that's happened a lot of times that there are movies that are like, you know, this would be a bigger release later. Let's hold it. Yeah. Um, Not put it in direct competition. I have to run out in a, in a minute, but I did want to get to one final thing here before I pass it off to you ladies. Um, Henry Cavill, back in training. Pull up this quote because it's hilarious. Um, so I guess apparently he had an injury, and uh, he's talking about getting back in shape, training for... I don't know which movie he'd be training for at this point because Justice League is done, presumably, unless he's just starting to get into Superman shape. Man of Steel 2. Man of Steel 2. Man of Steel I mean, 2. you know, Man of Steel 2 could go into production before Batman. And we at this don't point. know the other movies, the standalones. Maybe he has parts in them. Maybe he's yeah. taking a visit somewhere. I really, really hope we get a lot of clarification come Comic Con time. About I feel the like schedule. that's going to be when they release it. I just is think it's a smart thing to do. Um, did you find the quote? Yeah. What are you talking about? Okay, so <laughs> have you seen the Instagram photo? Uh, the guy's got lat muscles that are annoying. Put it that way. Um, <laughs> Some might think that. Yeah, it, I think it's annoying. Annoying. That's that's an interesting way to pronounce. <laughs> it's just annoying phenomenal. because I have to accept the fact that he and I are technically of the same species. But, and yet not. Own it, own it. Yeah. Um, so do you, what, what did he say? Krypton, man. Uh, since I came off the old knee injury, I've been steadily increasing my training workload. I know it's irritating when people say this, but it genuinely does feel so good to be back in it. I'm not destroying myself every day, just working towards improvement by pushing hard enough to elicit change. Nothing funny to post here. It is deadly serious because I've got to make sure that I'm bigger than Green Lantern. Wait, what? Ah! <laughs> Army Hammer? So many fun By things. the way, uh, I he, love him. He won our poll by a lot. <laughs> that yeah. Army Hammer is yeah. out? I don't we, know. We put that up as a poll on Popcorn Talk's Twitter feed, Listen, and he beasted. There's... Look, there's trolling, there's actors putting up fan art of themselves as Green Lantern characters, and then there's a guy who's freaking Superman doing it, okay? Like, he kind of can't get away with just trolling people if there's nothing behind it, because he is Superman! Yes! So, now I'm going to ask you again. Do you think Army Hammer is going to be a Green Lantern? I I keep saying no. So you're going to stick to it? I don't know. Doubling down? I don't want to double down. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Do I have to pick one? I'm just curious as to where you're where you're leaning. You know, I, if this this clearly sh- shook you a little bit. It shook me a little. I Everything, don't think it's a swerve. Every more thing that I hear, I'm like, oh, okay, why do they keep going though? It's now okay. So what do you think? Do you think he? Is? I I think it, I don't think it's a swerve. I disagree. I think that it. I think that I mean, if he's gonna post it, it has to be some sort of reference, and then continues to, then continues to that continues to. Yeah, but maybe Cavill's like orchestrating this all and he just is buddies with him and wants him involved and so he keeps pushing for well, it. Well, if that's the case, then make it happen. We're all talking about it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, <laughs> now, the other thing that people are suspecting is do you think that there's a chance that we'll see a little Green Lantern Superman team up in a Man of Steel too? Because that's a formula that's kind of been effective. You could have a Man of yeah. Steel too, and have, I mean, Brainiac. Which Green Lantern? Um, I think it would be how, but I don't know. I mean, listen, we're assuming that they're still doing this Green Lantern core movie. Yes. Um, 
you know, th- that's what I would assume, but I could be wrong. I feel like if they go with this, maybe Army Hammer is the more experienced Green Lantern, and then you go with the younger John Stewart. Even though that's sort of not how the characters are typically portrayed. And based on the actors' names I've heard thrown out there, they're not saying particularly young John Stewart. No, they mm. haven't been. So I don't Which know. would make sense if they did, you know, a team up that was Mm-mm-mm. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Superman could team up with the Green Lantern Corps. It could be a very out of outer space kind of movie. Um, Man of Steel 2. What do you guys think? Chart roll. What do you think? Yeah, let us know. And in the comments, if you guys aren't watching live, just make sure you leave us a comment so we know how you feel. Um, I really do have to run now, so I'm going to pass this off to you. Thanks so much. Hey, everyone. It was a pleasure talking DC Movie News. I'll see you next time. At Adam Gertler. At Adam Gertler. You can find me. Let's keep the conversation going. And now I turn it over to the ladies. Awesome. Cool. Moving on, guys. Uh, to a little bit more about Aquaman. We talked a bit about James Wan, but he shared some pretty beautiful uh, scouting location photos. Like, damn, why don't my vacations look like this? I mean, and that's your job? Like, going to work real quick, gotta go look at what is the most beautiful place in all of the world. I honestly don't know if I've ever been to a place that water and sand were these colors. It's like gorgeous. They, it, it, the bluey green with the white sand that looks, oh, perfection. I mean, I just want to go to set and just, just be there to be there. I thought that there was nothing more beautiful about Aquaman than Jason Momoa. And then they go and post these landscapes. And I'm just like, come on. And now imagine doubling down <laughs> on that Aquaman in these landscapes. I know. I'm like, okay, I need just posters of every frame. If I'm a MOA, I'm pushing to have all of this be done. Like, no CGI. I'm like, put me in the water. Yes. I'm doing this all myself. That's the way it's going to be. So those were pretty beautiful images. There were four of them that were posted. I want to watch him swim out of that water and just throw a tomahawk into a tree. Dude, me too. So bad. (laughs) So bad. Uh, Also, guys, Forbes posted an interesting article this week titled, Kong Skull Island Four Lessons for Justice League and the DC Films franchise. Pretty interesting ones. Going through them, number one, good reviews are still important. What do you think about that? I think that was a little nod to the reviewer. I think the reviewer was like, number one, my Me. job is good. Yes. Listen number, to this. Number one, what I do matters. <laughs> I sit on top of this all. I love that. Two through four are also relevant yes. because of number one. Number two, make movies that are standalone in plot and content. Boom, 100%. Yeah. But they've said this before. Forbes does a great job writing articles about why it's so important to have these standalone movies mm-hmm. and have them, yes, be part of a universe, but still be able to be viewed. Be its own thing. By, by and not individual. have to have references to, and then this is a little Easter egg for the sequel. Right. First time I read number three, it kind of reminded me of number two, but now I understand what they're saying. Make movies that stand out from each other. So it's not the same as saying make movies that stand alone. It's make, I think it's talking about the tone here. Right. They stand out from each other. So. We talked about that a lot tonight. Mm-hmm. Gritty, fun. Make talkative. sure that the tone, even talking about the trailer for Wonder Woman, make sure that the dark, gritty moments are lit, dark and gritty. Make sure that the tone of the movie, of the overall, of everything, of the acting, of all of it makes sense for that genre and make each genre be its own thing and don't try to put too many things in one. Yes, yes, nailed it. Uh, and number four, don't rush into things. So this is a special nod to DC fans out there, including myself, because I am the same way. But this is saying, hey, you know how you harassed Ben Affleck about the Batman and harassed him and harassed him? Well, guess what? He left the frickin' project in all of his parts that he was supposed to be in. Like, maybe he's still in it. But don't rush into things. If you need extra time... Give it the extra two months. And I love that that's what we're seeing now, is that we're seeing that they're taking the time, they're redoing the script, they're bringing in a director, they're making a solid team. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're doing it right. Do you think that anybody from Warner Brothers reads this Forbes article and sits and takes notes and is like, oh, good point. Yeah. No, I think Warner Brothers sees the title of this Forbes article and goes, F off, Forbes. Oh, then that's why number one was I Matter? Yeah, and this is that's why, why that's the first... I think they got to number one, and they were like, oh, get out of here. Yep, all right, okay. I've got to go do other things. I could see it, I could see it. Uh, moving on a little bit, Legend of Tarzan scribe Adam Kozad, I think that's how you say his last name, yeah. uh, is in talks to write Suicide Squad 2. 
the sequel. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I didn't see Legend of Tarzan. Me neither. So but I, I don't really know how I feel about it. I mean, I'm glad that this, that, you know, they're solidifying that they want somebody who's going to have a vision for it. But interesting that they're definitely changing, that they're not yeah. staying the same. So well, I, don't I think know. that's a good idea, too, because my biggest problem was the script. Was I thought the characters were great. I thought the acting was great. Including I in Chandra's, she was so good. You know, this is the thing about Enchantress. She was great as not the main villain because she wasn't supposed to be the main villain. Maybe, but I didn't think that the word great should be paired in the same sentence as her name in any aspect. And you know what was so funny last week? But when I like we were that talking she dances like a World of Warcraft character. Okay, I did that last week and I was like, this is how she dances. And I did a little <laughs> jig and somebody, in the, or maybe two weeks ago, and somebody in the YouTube comments wrote and they were like, that is so disrespectful. It's a tribal dance and you're making fun of her heritage. I was like, are you kidding me, Chad? Enchantress's heritage. heritage. Uh, I, no, but I don't if think that was offensive tribal. to you. I think that was more just they watched somebody hit backslash dance in an RPG and copied it. Yes. I swear I meant no, no disrespect by that. Uh, let us know in the comments. How do you feel about Adam potentially penning Suicide Squad, the sequel? Uh, I really, I don't have thoughts on it. I don't. I, well, my thing is, is I think they had a different script to begin with. They wanted Joker to be the main villain. They went way off the rails with that, and the movie that was edited together wasn't the movie that was written. So as long as and that's even what Arrow whatever, was saying. Like, yeah. If I had known, I would have yeah. played more to that. And it's like, come on, man! If like just go with the script. So if they are picking somebody to write the script, mm-hmm. I hope they write a solid script, and I hope that they have. It kind of worries me that they don't have a. Direct. They don't have the team together. Like how Matt Reeves is like kind of coming together with his Batman team. Yes. And here they're like, we've got a writer for Suicide Squad. And we'll figure out that. all the other pieces. I want to say go in together. That's why I'm excited about them rewriting Batman. Is because I'm like everybody be on literally the same page, on the exact same script page. Let's figure out the storyline and make sure that we all are going to tell the same story. Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh, speaking of being on the same page. Third Eye Dreamer in the chat screaming, pay attention at us. Do you have something to tell us? Let us know. What is it? I'm trying to pay attention. It's hard when it's the two person. I'm talking to you. I'm trying to man the chat. I'm in with you guys. Uh, let, let us know. Pay attention to what? Uh, but until then, you know what time it is? Is it? I think it's time. Is it? I don't know. It's time for Rusty Stryer's TV time. Sing along with me this time. Rusty Stryer's TV time. She thinks that the flesh is fine. Yeah, I does. really do. Yeah, but Grant Gustin does. Oh. TV time. Yes. Yeah. With a slick back hair. Yeah, and I love me some Wally West also. Uh, okay, getting into TV time, there was a couple of shows this week. No Supergirl. No Supergirl. They've been CW has been doing this thing where they're like, "Hey, we give you four shows every week, so that's too many. So every week, one of our shows is just not going to air." Yeah, uh, but they don't tell us which. That's no. what I don't like. And it kind of like, like rotates. Um, Wait, huh? And then you set time Monday night, and you're like, "All right, Supergirl, it's on. I got to be there." And then it's not, and you're like. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a disappointment. More about the the crossover Flash Supergirl. Oh, my God. I'm just loving everything I'm seeing, everything I'm hearing from it. Uh, it's freaking awesome. I, mean, I like, am what, so excited. The, the clips that have been released with the with Grant Gustin and Melissa, so awesome. Darren Chris too. Like Darren Chris, And I love, I didn't know that Darren Chris lived with, or uh, went to the same uh, college as, as Grant Gustin. I mean, uh, as, um, um, no, as Grant Gustin. They no. both went to, are you talking about the... As Michigan? No. Oh, I thought you were talking about... No, in... Darren Chris and uh, Carlos Valdez oh. both went to uh, college together. So, And then he also was on Glee yes. with some of the other... So he had just had with like Grant. a whole... Yeah, Grant went to Elon with our Book Circle Online person, uh, Jeffrey Masters. Oh, so, yeah. look at that small, small world. world all over the place. But and I, crossover world and crossover, all of the crossovers. I cannot so, wait for this. The only I I want to see Super Friends. I want to see the the team up song really really bad. I want to mm-hmm. see the duet. Yes, in duet. Yes. It seems like we've gotten we're in a different an alternate timeline universe. Like uh, Music Master has taken us somewhere and doesn't really exist. 
But if you die there, they're you in die. their own minds. They've been right. put in a movie musical, so it's very like La La Land. If there were gangster murderers trying to kill you, yes, exactly. And if you die in La La Land, you also die in real life. I love it. I love it. I mean, it's just freaking awesome. So I just wish that they that. had Rachel Bloom direct the whole episode instead of just one but song. The song that it's if she had cool done though. the whole episode, yeah. But we're also, we're gonna get a lot of different flair. I, I do like all the flair. Should we watch the musical trailer? Or you guys yeah. have probably seen it. I don't know. Do you have it's it in there? Short. Any, the trailer. It's like a forty-five second trailer. And our it's rundown. Short. It's cute. Yeah. So the last link. The very last link. Last we got link on the, the rundown. Uh, flash duet trailer from the CW. Yeah, let's check it out. Just because it's so good. Yeah, a little forty-five seconds of song and dance. Yeah, a little and show. Like, how hard are these people? They're just like so hot. They're amazing. And their voices are incredible. And it's cool, too, that each of the characters on this aren't going to be playing themselves. Like, Iris isn't going to be Iris. She's going to be, like, the daughter of a gangster. And all of the people that they know are going to be someone else that fits in the world, but they're not going to be actually tied to the characters. Let's play it whenever we're ready. Ready to roll. It's like badass different decades. You're in a movie musical. How do we get here? Just follow the script. No, it's fine with you. No, the script. Follow the script. Just always follow the script. 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 Follow Scary it's a special villain. musical episode of yeah. The Flash, all new Tuesday at <laughs> 7 Central. Crazy. I cannot wait! I'm wild, so excited. Wild. I'm so excited. Me too. I, I've I been love waiting for old so school long. musicals and this. Yep. Perfect. I agree. Uh, moving on to some other TV time stuff. So although we didn't have Supergirl this week, we did have Flash. And it was a pretty massive episode for The Flash. We've got a lot going on. Uh, I won't give too many spoilers because I know people are still catching up and stuff, but a lot going on in the Barry-Iris relationship um, that just seems more than just a ship. It's so monumental, and I'm pretty pissed at him right now. I'll just say that. I'll just say he's on my shit list just a little bit right now, Barry. Not loving you right now. Eventually, we'll get back on the same page, but you're being a little goober. (laughs) Just this season in general. Know what you have before you let it go. Come on, man. Just talking about in life right now. So, yeah, we had another Flash episode. I'm, I'm loving um, I'm loving the show, though. I'm still loving it. So that's Flash. Uh, we also had Arrow this week. Man, we're making some ground on that show. I still don't know why we have all these flashbacks to Russia. It just needs to be done. Yeah, they they get really heavy-handed with the flashbacks. There's just so many. And then in this episode, it was just so, so prevalent. Uh, yeah. It's I'm, like, I'm it done. does kind of make me feel like it's like the whole island episodes when they, like, dedicated a whole one to the flashback. And you're like, okay. Yes, but what was happening in real time, I'm a little nervous about Felicity. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. She's scaring me with some of her choices. Uh, some people have been talking about what her end game on this show is now that she's less with Oliver and we don't really have a place for her could she turn heel could she go villain would we want to see that Mm. I mean it's definitely a possibility always yep so that would be interesting uh legends I won't lie to you guys I'm halfway through it right now but so far so good we're we're getting some we're going to an interesting time we've been before some of these characters coming back oh also uh, awesome cameos this week on the flash i forgot to mention that we finally had captain cole back for a scene which was really really cool um and we also got robbie amell so some some fun things going on over there uh and powerless also loving that show so dc tv pretty much killing it yeah which is not They're news. embracing the the funny a lot too, and like the yes. lighthearted aspect, and still driving in like the the good drama and the suspense. But they're kind of doing what Forbes was recommending, which is yeah. stand out from each other, and their yeah. shows really do, and and that's really and let making each for crossover some good stuff. have its own tone, which I think they do a great job of, like having like you would never have a musical crossover episode of Arrow, right? Right, exactly. Unless you <laughs> did, and then I wouldn't hate it. X uh, shiny X diver says. They will never kill Felicity. They love her too much. I think that that might be true. I don't uh, think that they'll kill her, but I think they could definitely make her, change her persona. And then bring her back. Make her yeah. mean. Bring her back. We'll see. 
Canucks fan Captain Cold is back for ne- uh, for real next episode, it seems. I saw previews for that, too. On Legends? I don't know. We'll see what's happening there. That would be pretty awesome, though, because I love that yeah. character and him with Heat Wave. Their dynamic is so, so awesome. Uh, yeah, you guys are going off on TV in here. I don't I don't want to give too many spoilers today, so I'm going to end it there. But I am agreeing with a lot of what you're saying. We'll just put it like that. So until next week, Elena, thank yes. you for being our permanent, like, you are my favorite person we bring on the show. I wish you were here every I single week. I love being here. Thank You're you the guys absolute for best. Me. Where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. You can also find me on After Buzz TV and on Black Hollywood Live now. And also on uh, the sci-fi radio drama Relativity at relativitypodcast.com. And you sleep when? I don't. Yep. Sounds like it. (laughs) Guys, if you missed Jay Quasto, make sure you tweet at him, at Mike Kalinowski. Also, they're on important missions somewhere in Stockholm. I'm standing by it right now. Uh, And at Adam Gertler, of course. He had to bounce early. I'm at Roxy Stryer. We're at DC Movies SK. Tweet at us. Let let us know how you feel. Did you like the Wonder Woman trailer? What do you think all the stuff going on with the Batman and Ben Affleck? We love hearing from you guys. Until next week, same time, same place. Bye! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.